Welcome back to the Tech Ed Clubhouse, the show where we explore the fascinating intersection of education, golf, and well-being. I'm Dan Thomas, and today we're going to be diving into a topic that's close to my heart, the critical role of wellness both in the classroom and on the golf course. Let's get ready to tee off this conversation. Welcome back to episode six of the Tech Ed Clubhouse podcast. Today's episode revolves around project-based learning, hands-on, minds-on, unpacking the power of project-based learning. Project-based learning, or PBL, is one of those educational TLAs, three-letter acronyms, that is very popular today. It relates to two different things, both project-based learning and problem-based learning. The project-based learning focuses on having students solve real-world problems. One main aspect of this is that there are, it is an authentic audience involved beyond the classroom. On the other hand, problem-based is similar, except that it involves students solving open-ended problems. Big difference is that problem-based does not necessarily have an authentic audience. Today, we will be exploring project-based learning. The significance of PBL is that it develops 21st century skills in students. These skills are commonly referred to as the four C's, critical thinking, creativity, collaboration, and communication. PBL makes learning more relevant, engaging, and meaningful. It also empowers the students to be more independent, creative, and collaborative. I've been using some PBL, some type of it, for most of my career as a STEM teacher. It's important that there are meaning for what we do, an application, a why. It seems weird to me when I meet teachers that I don't know and they don't know what PBL is, much less use it in a classroom. PBL and hands-on learning is the best way to show mastery of a concept or skill. It allows the true student to shine through, not just using recall and rote memorization for competency and mastery. Before we can get too deep into the minutiae of project-based learning, let's understand what it really, really is. PBL is a strategy where learning is focused on engaging in complex questions, problems, and challenges that have a direct relationship to the real world. In PBL, learning can really come alive for the students. The learning goals for PBL are key knowledge, understanding, and success skills. According to Gold Standard PBL at pblworks.org, there are seven essential project design elements necessary for a PBL. The first one is a challenging problem or question. It must be meaningful. It must have a meaningful problem to solve at the appropriate level for the students. It also must have some sustained inquiry. Here's where the students engage in a rigorous process of asking questions, finding answers, and applying information. The third thing it needs is authenticity. And to me, this one is the most important. The project must involve a real-world scenario, including context, tasks, tools, appropriate quality of product, or be important to personal concerns and interests in the students' lives. The next one is student agency. Students must have some say in the decisions around the project including how they complete the task, 
what the task is, and what does success look like. The next one is reflection. Students and teachers alike must look at the learning that took place in the project and the project activities. And they must showcase persistence and perseverance. The sixth one is critique and revision. Students and teachers give and receive critical feedback to improve the process. Don't wait till the end of the product. It needs to be continuous and ongoing. And the last aspect that makes it truly uh, project-based learning is that the results and products must be shared beyond the classroom walls. This is where the true so-called experts are, the people that do this day to day. According to my research into the PBL movement, I have discovered links to things as far back as John Dewey's experimental school. The first precursor to PBL was the work of John Dewey who established an experimental school at the University of Chicago. Dewey's philosophy was that learning is more interesting if the learner is actively involved in their own learning. Around the same time, Italian physician and educator Maria Montessori emphasized child-centered learning, where children learn through interaction with their environments. This approach laid the groundwork for self-directed, hands-on learning experiences. Another influence was the case study method pioneered at Harvard University in the 1930s. This, this method presented complex real-life cases for students to find solutions. Another influence was Jerome Bruner's concept of learning by discovery, from which the idea that a problem could be the starting point for the learning. That's where it originated. PBL first emerged as an approach to higher education at McMaster University Faculty of Health Sciences in Canada and then spread worldwide. In 1969, a group of 20 medical students at McMaster University engaged in a process of learning and instruction that was called problem-based learning. They worked on relevant biomedical or clinical problems in collaboration with peers and guided by a tutor. The term project-based learning began to gain prominence in the late 20th century. This period saw a shift from traditional teacher-centered approaches to more student-centered methods. PBL emerged as a distinct method where learning occurs through engaging in projects that are complex, require sustained attention, and often have real-world applications. Today, PBL is recognized globally as an effective educational strategy. It's being adopted in various forms across different ed educational levels and disciplines. The approach is continually adapting, integrating cross-curricular themes, global perspectives, and a focus on sustainability and social justice issues. As we shift from traditional teaching methods to PBL, education is in a significant transformation, responding to the evolving needs of the modern world and changing educational goals. This approach emphasizes developing 21st century skills like critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and creativity, which are crucial in a rapidly advancing, technologically driven society. PBL aligns education with real world challenges and applications, offering a more relevant and engaging learning experience. Unlike traditional lecture-based methods, PBL encourages active student-driven learning increasing student engagement and motivation through more personalized and interactive experiences. Technological advancements have played a pivotal role in facilitating PBL. 
offering new tools for research, collaboration, and presentation. This shift is also supported by a growing body of research that highlights the effectiveness of PBL in enhancing student outcomes, including deeper understanding, improved problem-solving abilities, educational policies, are in curricula are increasingly advocating for competency-based learning where PBL fits perfectly by focusing on the practical application of knowledge. Hmm, interesting thought there. Moreover, the globalized context of education today necessitates skills in cross-cultural communication and global awareness, which, by the way, PBL effectively fosters. The transition to PBL also involves a change in the role of educators who are now embracing new roles as facilitators and guides, supported by professional development and PBL methodologies. This shift represents a broader move in education towards valuing creative problem solving and adaptability, preparing students for the complexities of the 20th century. Because really, do our students really want to come to school to watch us work? I would be remiss if I didn't applaud the benefits of PBL in education. Project-based learning offers a wide range of benefits that span cognitive, social, and emotional aspects of student development. So some cognitive benefits are enhanced critical thinking and problem solving. PBL requires students to analyze, synthesize, and apply knowledge to solve complex real-world problems, significantly enhancing their critical thinking skills. Higher level blooms. It also fosters a deeper understanding of subject matter. By engaging deeply with the topics and applying knowledge in practical contexts, students often develop a more nuanced and robust understanding of the subject matter. A third way for cognitive benefits is improved research and information literacy. PBL tasks often include research, encourage students to develop skills in gathering information, evaluating that information, and synth synthesizing that information into new solutions. And the third, fourth cognitive benefit is increased creativity and innovation. The open-ended nature of projects in PBL allows students to explore creative solutions and think innovatively. Some social benefits. One of the social benefits is improved collaboration skills. Many PBL activities are collaborative, requiring students to work in teams, which builds their ability to cooperate, communicate, and resolve conflicts. The second social benefit is enhanced communication skills. Presenting their projects to peers, teachers, or external audiences helps students develop strong verbal and written communication skills. And the third is exposure to diverse perspectives. Working in groups exposes students to different ideas and perspectives, creating a greater understanding and appreciation for different viewpoints. It builds in empathy. Well, how about some emotional benefits? There's increased engagement and motivation. PBL's hands-on and relevant approach can lead to higher levels of engagement and intrinsic motivation as they see the real-world application. They got a why. Number two is it develops a growth mindset. Through PBL, students often encounter challenges and learn to view them as opportunities for growth rather than insurmountable obstacles. Third emotional benefit is enhanced self-efficacy. Successfully completing these projects gives students a sense of accomplishment, boosting their confidence in their abilities to tackle complex tasks. 
And another emotional benefit is stress management and resilience. PBL can help students develop resilience and stress management skills as they learn to navigate and overcome in challenges inherent in project work. By fostering these cognitive, social, and emotional skills, PBL prepares students not just for academic success, but also for the effective participation in their future professional, social, and personal lives. Holistic development is a particularly val valuable in our rapidly changing and interconnected world. PBL prepares students as well for real-world challenges by closely mirroring the complexities and interconnectedness of real-life scenarios. This approach to education equips students with both the hard and soft skills necessary for success in a rapidly evolving world. And employers are really, really looking for those soft skills. So what do they develop? How about some practical skills, like problem solving? PBL tasks often involve complex problems that don't have straightforward solutions, similar to real-world challenges. Students learn to analyze problems, think critically, and develop practical, innovative solutions. Students can also build an application of knowledge. Unlike traditional learning that may focus on theory, PBL requires students to apply their learning to real-life situations, helping them understand how academic concepts are relevant outside the classroom. Answering the question, when am I going to use this? How about some cultivation of soft skills, like collaboration and teamwork? Most real-world projects require teamwork. PBL encourages students to work collaboratively, teaching them how to communicate effectively, delegate tasks, and manage group dynamics. How about some adaptability and flexibility? Real-world problems often require individuals to adapt to changing circumstances. Through PBL, students learn... Students Learn to be flexible, adapting their plans and strategies in response to project developments. They also enhance their communication skills by presenting ideas, negotiating solutions, and articulating thoughts clearly. These are vital in the professional setting. PBL activities often culminate in presentations or demonstrations, helping students refine their communication and public speaking skills. A fourth thing is some time management and organization. PBL tasks require students to manage their time and resources effectively, skills that are crucial in personal and professional life. Learning to prioritize tasks and work within deadlines is a key takeaway from PBL. Real-world connections and networking is the fifth. Projects, involve all, projects often involve engaging with community members, industry professionals, or subject matter experts, providing students with networking opportunities and insights into various career paths. As mentioned before, the sixth one, fostering a growth mindset. Facing and overcoming challenges during a project helps students develop resilience. They learn that failure is part of the process and not fatal, and that persistence is the key to success. And, one of the, and the last one is digital literacy. In today's technologically driven world, proficiency with digital tools is essential. PBL often integrates techno technology for research, collaboration, and presentation enhancing students digital literacy by simulating real-world situations PBL prepares students not just academically but also socially and emotionally for the challenges they will face in their careers and their daily lives this holistic approach ensures that students are not only knowledgeable but also skilled and adaptable 
ready to navigate the complexities of the modern world. So what does a practical application like this mean? Well, the next-gen science standards play a crucial role in the implementation of PBL. NGSS, developed to enhance science education in the United States, emphasizes a deeper understanding of the content, as well as the development of key skills like critical thinking, problem solving, and the ability to apply scientific knowledge in real-world situations. The standards align closely with the principles of PBL, making them a natural fit for this kind of learning. Now let's talk about some PBL in action. PBL is applicable to almost every classroom or subject. Additionally, these projects can be scaffolded up and down to meet the needs of students in each class. Some projects that can use PBL include a renewable energy solution, some real-life budgeting in a business or a math class, architectural design challenge or remodeling in a science class or a tech class, maybe a local history project for a social studies class, or modeling a United Nations scenario. How about creative writing and publishing for English, or creating a podcast, or a short-form video like a TikTok? Maybe in music class, we're going to write some music compositions. How about in a, in a computer science class, do some app development, build in some empathy. How about a nutritional or wellness campaign for health or PE, and get into the uh, cultural exchange with a foreign language class. And that's all great in the classroom, but what is PBL's impact outside the classroom? As we talked about earlier, PBL has an impact on the soft skills that the students need in order to succeed. It does a tremendous job of preparing students for life outside of school. PBL plays a significant role in developing lifelong learners. It equips the students with the skill and mindset necessary for success and love of learning. How does PBL contribute to this development? By fostering creativity and inquiry, students are encouraged to generate questions and explore solutions. It develops a natural curiosity and desire to learn that because it has meaning to the student. It builds some self-directed learning. Students take ownership of the project. They make decisions and choices in the development of solutions. The autonomy is how students gain a positive experience in becoming a lifelong learner. It also encourages reflection. Reflection is a huge piece of this puzzle. Students are often asked to think about what they learned, how they learned it, and what challenges they faced. And then, what did they do differently in the future? Because really, that's how we really learn. It also helps build resilience and, and adaptability. This is one skill that needs to be built back up. PBL projects, more often than not, face setbacks and challenges, just like real life. It's inevitable. How, stu how a student would respond to them is a great skill that they need to learn. Also mentioned before is the growth mindset. PBL helps instill that growth mindset or the belief that abilities and intellig intelligence can be developed with effort and time. The mindset is fundamental for lifelong learners who see learning as a continuous journey than a fixed destination. And lastly, it's very, very interdisciplinary. PBL involves all the subjects most of the time. There's not one subject that can exist in its little own bubble when we're talking about PBL. Students get to see and experience firsthand how everything is interconnected. Mm -hmm.
Implementing PBL is not without its challenges. It can be highly rewarding, but education educators often encounter several obstacles. Understanding these challenges is the first step to effectively overcoming them. One of them is the lack of training or experience. Many educators just haven't received training in PBL methodologies. The shift from traditional teaching methods to PBL requires a different skill set and approach, which can be daunting without proper support and professional development. I encourage you guys to seek it out. Another one could be time constraints. Designing and implementing PBL takes significant time and planning. Additionally, PBL units often require more classroom time than traditional lessons, which can be challenging in a curriculum with strict timelines and standardized testing pressures. A third one is resource limitations. It requires, PBL requires specific materials, technology, and space. Limited resources can hinder the ability to effectively implement projects, especially in underfunded schools or districts. Assessment challenges is another one. Traditional assessment methods may not align well with the goals of PBL. Educators often struggle with find effective ways to assess both the process and the product of learning in PBL, including evaluating soft skills like collaboration and critical thinking. The fifth one is kind of a big one, is student readiness and adaptation. Students have been trained in the game of school. Students get accustomed to traditional learning and may find it challenging adapt to PBL approach. Hmm, does that sound like the question, is this okay? Is this good? Is this right? PBL demands more independence, initiative, and self-regulation. This can lead to resistance or a lack of engagement initially. Parents understanding PBL might be another unfamiliar problem. Gaining their support and understanding can be challenging, especially if they expect traditional teaching methods and assessment methods. But that's not the way we've done it, or we've always done it that way. There's that where that one comes in. Alignment with standards. Assuring that PBL projects align with state and national education standards can be complex. Educators must balance the open-ended nature of PBL with the meet need to meet specific learning objectives. Hello, AI. And number eight, kind of another big one is classroom management. Managing a PBL classroom is a whole different animal. Students are often working on different tasks at different places, at different times, and in different ways. And it requires some really good classroom management skills. It can be challenging to monitor progress, provide student support, and maintain an organized learning environment. And additionally, giving up some control of the classroom. And the and last one is ensuring that all students have equal access to resources and opportunities. This can be challenging, especially in diverse classrooms with varying abilities, backgrounds, and resources. Despite these challenges, many educators find that the benefits of PBL, such as enhanced student engagement, deeper understanding of content, and development of critical life skills make overcoming these obstacles worthwhile. Effective strategies include ongoing professional development, collaboration with other educators, and seeking support from administration in the wider community. So what can I do to get better at PBL? How about some professional development? Seek out some workshops and courses. Participate in PBL specific training programs, whether they're workshops or online. 
search out some learning communities. Join a professional forum of a, of a PLC with other educators interested in PBL to share resources. Some time management. Design products that cover multiple, multiple subject areas or standards to maximize efficiency. Start small with small-scale projects and gradually increase the complexity your students, until your students become more comfortable. How do I acquire some resources? Maybe you need to apply for some grants or for some funding. Apply for some, uh, to support some initiatives or seek funding from local business or communities. Rethinking assessment. Develop rubrics that assess both the process and the product. Use portfolios to track students' progress over time. Incorporate self and peer assessment to help students reflect on their learning and collaboration skills. A gradual introduction to the PBL started with guided projects before moving on. Engage your parents in your community. Hold sessions for parents and community members to explain the benefits and showcase work. Align them with standards. Use planning tools to, and mapping tools to make sure that projects align with your standards. And make sure that your administrators and school leaders are in on the loop. Set up a clear structure to establish clear guidelines and roles and expectations at the start of each project. And develop some type of monitoring tools like a project tracker to keep the kids on task. You can also tailor your instruction to accommodate the different learning styles and access to resources. And schedule some planning time with your colleagues so that you guys can all stay on the same project. By employing some of these strategies and leveraging available resources, educators can become more effective implement PBL, providing students with a rich, engaging, and meaningful learning experience. What about the future of PBL and hands-on learning? Well, obviously AI is here, and AI can help expect to shape the future of PBL through personalized learning experiences. The AI algorithms can analyze individual student performance, learning styles, and preferences, allowing for the customization of PBL experiences. The personalization ensures that projects are more aligned with each student's abilities, interests, leading to increased engagement and effectiveness. Technology can also enhance research and data analysis. AI tools can assist in gathering, sorting, and analyzing large database sets. This capability is particularly beneficial in PBL projects involving complex data such as environmental studies or market research. Engaging, enabling students to engage in more sophisticated and real-world relevant investigations. Technology can also improve collaboration and communication enabling students to work together more effectively even when physically apart. These tools can support various aspects of teamwork from organizing collaborative tasks to facilitating communications, making group projects more efficient and productive. How about some interactive and immersive learning environments? The in integration of AI with virtual reality and augmented reality can create immersive and interactive learning experiences for P PBL. For instance, students can engage in a virtual field trip simulate a complex scientific process, or interact with historical simulations, making learning more engaging and contextually rich. Technology also allows us to have real-time feedback and assessment. AI can provide immediate feedback targeted on various aspects of the student project. This might include suggestions for improvements, corrections, or guidance on the next step. 
The immediacy and relevance of this feedback can greatly enhance the learning process to help students refine their work more effectively. The advancements in AI and ed tech have the potential to significantly enrich PBL, making it more personalized, efficient, and engaging, thereby preparing students to more effectively for the complexities of the modern world. Let's wrap up our discussion recapping some of the key points we discussed. The first one being the benefits. PBL is a dynamic, rich educational approach that fosters critical thinking, collaboration, communication, and problem-solving skills. It provides students with a practical, real-world learning experience, enhancing both their academic understanding and personal development, making them more equipped for real-life challenges. Speaking of challenges, the second thing we talked about was some challenges and strategies implementing PBL. While PBL offers numerous educational benefits, its implementation can be challenged due to the facts there's like lack of resources, time constraints, and the need for adequate teacher training. Overcoming these challenges involves strategies such as professional development, effective resource management, and the integration of technology. And one of the, th the third key point was the future and the role, future of PBL and its in the role of AI. PBL is closely tied to technological advancements, especially the integration of AI. AI is expected to revolutionize PBL by providing personalized learning experiences, enhancing research and data analysis capabilities, improving collaboration, creating immersive learning environments, and offering real-time feedback and assessment. So if you're an educator considering integrating PBL into your curriculum, here's a call to action to guide you on this transformative journey. Embrace the change, but begin small. Start by incorporating some small-scale PBL elements into your existing curriculum. Choose a single unit or a project where you can apply some PBL principles. You don't have to go all in. Seek some professional development. Actively pursue training and professional development opportunities in PBL. There's tons and tons of communities out there online. Head over to pblworks.org. That's a great place to start. Leverage the technology you have. Utilize the power of the technology, including the AI tools, to enhance your initiatives. Collaborate and share. Get the word out. Work together with fellow educators. Share ideas, resources, and strategies. And lastly, ref reflect and iterate. After completing your unit, take time to reflect on what worked and what didn't. Remember, the shift to PBL is a journey, not a race. Each step you take towards this interactive, student-centered approach to learning is a step towards preparing your students for the complexities and challenges of the real world. Embrace the process and watch as your students thrive in the environment that fosters critical thinking, creativity, and lifelong learning. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Tech Ed Clubhouse podcast. We hope you found our discussion enlightening and engaging. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and give us a like. Your support means the world to us and it helps us reach more educators and tech enthusiasts just like you. Also, don't forget to check out the show notes for links to resources, tools, and any reference materials we mentioned today. There's a goldmine of information waiting for you there, perfect for diving deeper into today's topic. And if you think this episode could benefit your friends or colleagues, please share it out with them. Spreading knowledge is what the tech ed community is all about.
Stay curious, stay inspired, and we'll see you next time on the Tech Ed Clubhouse podcast. Until then, keep innovating and transforming the world of educational technology and go for your goals on the green.